Blog Talk Radio.
can work it out. I turn it all over to the Lord, knowing that he can work it out. Whatever the problem, whatever the situation, whatever the ailment, God can work it out because he's able to do all things but fail. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all we can ask or think according to his power that works within us. Good afternoon, listeners. You are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time sharing with you the gospel, for the gospel is the good news. And we are here today because of the Lord's mercy. It is because of his mercy that we are not consumed. His compassion fails not. Great is God's mercy towards us. And so we thank God for being here, for being able to share with you, our listeners. We want you to tell your family, tell your friends, Tell your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. We want you to take it, take down this number, 619-924-0800. 619-924-0800 is our call-in number, and you can call in at the appointed time. We also want you to know that we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear today, but we pray that it is a blessing to you, you, and to you. And so today we started off with uh, Jesus Can Work It Out, Dr. Hayes, Father Hayes, Cosmopolitan uh, Choir uh, from Chicago. And certainly we thank God for that selection. And so we want you to know um, that you can connect with us on social media. You can connect with us on Facebook at Global Gospel, on Twitter at Global Gospel, on Tumblr at Global Gospel on Instagram at Global Gospel. And if you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there was a direct link to each and every episode. In addition to Block Talk Radio, we are syndicated on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. You can listen in any time of day or night. We do want to shout out just a few of our sponsors on today. We want to shout out MPT Enterprise, we shout out Abyssinia. We shout out Grandma Edda's Quilting. We shout out Melanated Beards. We shout out the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services. We thank God for you, for you, and for you. We shout out our listeners, those that are listening around the country, around the globe. Uh, let's shout out New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, uh, Virginia, the Carolinas, Florida, Georgia, California, Illinois, Michigan. Uh, we thank God for you, you, and for you. For those that are listening to the north in Canada, to the south in Mexico, Jamaica, West Indies, Colombia, and Brazil, to those that are in Portugal, Spain, France, the United Kingdom, Ireland, Sweden, uh, Germany, the Netherlands, Turkey, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, the Republic of the Congo, Nigeria, South Africa, Mozambique, Pakistan, Japan, South Korea, wherever you are listening from, we thank God for you, you, and you. Shout out to the Townsend family, the Norman family, the Stevenson family, the Thompson family, the Hartley family, the Walker family, the Bradley family, the McCoy family, the Allen family, the Furman family, the Davis family, the Jones family, to all you that are listening, uh, to the Brazil family, to the Locke family, uh, or if you're listening in, just leave a comment and let me know that you are listening to Global Gospel, and certainly we will be sure to shout you out. For those that have uh, tuned, would like to connect 
with Global Gospel. You can connect with us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. Our email address is globalgospel17 at gmail.com. We are looking to connect with you and to hear from you. For those of you that have tuned in for the first time, our theme scripture here is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And we want you to know today that the gospel is good news. We want you to be found today in the love of Jesus. We want you to know that the gospel is here to free you on today, uh, to touch you, to heal you, to deliver you, to save you, to set you free. God can do all things but fail. And certainly the gospel is comprehensive. If you have a physical need, if you have a financial need, if you have a spiritual need, if you have an emotional need, if you have a housing need, the gospel is there to meet you at your place of need. For Jesus Christ came, he lived, he was uh, crucified on a cross, he died, he was buried, but he rose with all power in his hand with victory over death, hell, and the grave. And because he lives, we can face tomorrow. Because he lives, we don't have to be uh, homicidal or suicidal. Because Christ came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. All you have to do is reach out and receive him on today. Again, thank you uh, for our listeners to the Hernandez family, to the Washington family as well, to all of those that are listening in the Cox family and uh, the Wiggins family and the Brenton family. We thank God for you, for you, and for you. Well, we do have a special guest that will be sharing with us in studio in just a few minutes if you read the headline. And so we want you to uh, hang in there with us for this, the remainder of this hour. We are going to a break, and after the break, we will be back with our very special guest for this Saturday afternoon. Stay tuned and be blessed. Oh, oh, to know him Oh, to know him He's light, he's light in darkness He will brighten your gloomy path Oh, oh, 
to know this man Today, good afternoon, special guest. Good afternoon, thank you for having me. Listen, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share with us on today. For those that didn't catch the voice, tell our listeners who you are. Well, I'm Eric Maurice Clark. Good to be here. Feel good to be here. Okay, all right. Well, we thank you, Eric Maurice Clark, and most recently. It is Dr. Maurice Clark, uh, to be exact. And so we thank God that you're able to share. He's so humble. Uh, but we thank God. Listen, we have to give honor where honor is due. Amen. And so uh, we thank you for taking time out of your schedule to share with us on today. And um, before we talk a little bit, of, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, or do we want to talk about that selection first? Oh, uh, well, the selection, that was my grandfather, uh, Bishop Jesse LaSalle, at 87 years old, singing away, singing about someone he has been living to see and patterning his life after Bishop Jesse McDowell to know Jesus. Uh, me, Amen. Eric Maurice Clark, uh, just a native of Chicago, Illinois, uh, real passionate about gospel music history, uh, because it's just one of those genres of music uh, that really just gets deep down within your soul and it helps you from day to day. Awesome. Uh, well, once again, we thank you for sharing with us in that opening selection to know Jesus. Uh, now, you said that is your grandfather. And so uh, I take it that you are no stranger from listening to the introduction to gospel music. Right. You probably grew up with it around you. Oh, yeah. I grew up in the church. Grandfather has um, always been active in the church. Parents has been active in the church. Grand, um, great-grandparents been active in the church. So I, I've really been absorbed in the church, if you will. Awesome. And so um, when did you discover your love for music? At an early age, um, music has always been uh, soothing 
to me, and especially black gospel music. So as a child, I just began to just be, I was just so enthusiastic about this music, you know, that I just wanted to be a part in any way, form, shape, or fashion. Wow, well put. So um, you said you're a native of Chicago, and certainly Chicago uh, plays a major role as pertaining uh, to gospel music. Now, how has uh, your life in Chicago further influenced your love for gospel music? Well, it's the birthing ground, and uh, it's the birthing ground for me as well as gospel music. Uh, during the uh, second decade in the uh, 20th century, many of the Southerns began to migrate to a lot of the northern cities, and in particular Chicago, since we're talking about the rise in gospel music, and they began to bring their culture with them to the northern cities, and uh, they wanted to exercise what they were familiar with in these Protestant churches in the North, and they were met with a lot of difficulties, but they were able to persevere through. And uh, we're still, you know, uh, bathing in uh, the music and their culture that they brought to the Northern cities in the black church. Okay. So, you know, gospel music since that time has gone through a lot of changes but um through uh, your work you are you are working very hard to help preserve the history of gospel music the sound of gospel music and to tell the story of gospel music and so how did that become a passion of yours well i believe at the age of 13 yeah it was the age of 13 my dad had asked me a little background about my dad. My dad had a videography uh, company. He videotaped uh, many of the broadcasts, um, church services, weddings, etc., concerts, live recordings, and things. Uh, So he asked me if I wanted to uh, do a show. Uh, At the time, it was a television station, access, a public access Shadow in Chicago by the name of uh, the call letters, uh, Can TV 36. Uh, I told him I wasn't interested and in, interested in the um, the form format that you know he had brought to my attention, which was to create some skits and you know uh, record them and you know play them on the uh, the channels. Uh, so I came back to came back to him with an idea. Uh, that I wanted to interview a lot of the musicians around the city of Chicago because uh, I was so uh, inspired by them that I wanted to share their stories and uh, celebrate them in my own strategic way. So that's pretty much how uh, I really got involved, per se, um, in gospel music. That's, um, so you've, you've been at this for a little bit of time. It's not something um, you just started. And so tell us, um, so from there, you've gone on and now you're working, you have your very own project that you are working 
well, several projects that you're working on. And so tell us about that. Yeah, and, and you said that I've been working for a little bit of time. I thank you for being so gracious uh, <laughs> with the time. Because you're right, I, I'm nothing but 21. I'm 21 years old. <laughs> but no, no, I don't know. Um, so um, I started a magazine back in the hub of the COVID years. Um, I started a magazine entitled Inside a Gospel Music Historian's World. And the prelude to that was that I was actually, I had a column uh, for a for another publication, um, CEO Larry Robinson, Gospel Updates Magazine. And at that same time, I was uh, conducting a lot of phone interviews uh, with many legends and pioneers at that particular time uh, because I was working on a, a, a book in reference to the rise of gospel music. So I kind of wanted to, you know, continue to be active. Uh, so I had an idea to start a coffee table booklet, if you will. Um, wasn't really interested in doing more than one, uh, but the response from that uh, initial booklet caused me to continue. But the mission behind the magazine is basically to preserve and document in light and with dignity, uh, this courageous art form that we know of today as gospel music. And uh, I've been able to interview so many uh, unsung individuals as well as um, popular artists and just share their stories in my own way. And uh, it's been such a, it's been a blessing. And uh, from that, I uh, started a YouTube series called Gospel Diaries because as a child when um, I wanted to learn more about this genre, the information was scarce. Like it, it was little to be found. And if I did find any information on the genre, it was camouflaged within larger studies. So um, I took the initiative to, to travel across the country to just sit with a lot of individuals that would not normally be in, be a subject of interest and to document their stories and, and, and celebrate them and embrace them uh, in my own way. So, yeah, that's how I actually started Gospel Diaries. And uh, I'm just doing whatever, you know, fire to do. It's a lot of work on my table, but... Uh, it brings me a lot of joy, just like talking to you. <laughs> Too kind. And and um, what I always tell people is that, listen, everybody has a story. Everybody makes some kind of contribution to society, to their family. And like you said, a lot of people are, are unsung. And certainly we don't know uh, the blood, sweat, and tears, um, the pain, the trials and tribulations that many people have to go in just go go through just to produce uh we may enjoy listening to a certain song or or uh, a certain musician but certainly you don't know what their struggle was or their pain or how they got there and so i think that is so important that you are taking time to celebrate and bring light to these people and so how can our listeners uh you mentioned gospel diaries on youtube and so tell our listeners how they can uh, hear hear more from you on uh, on social media. 
Well, Gospel Diaries, uh, pretty much if you just go to the search uh, portion on YouTube, just type in Gospel Diaries and a plethora of uh, interviews will come up. And I'm almost sure that one of the episodes will spark interest within you uh, because there's a wide range of uh, subjects uh, and topics within uh, Gospel Diaries uh, from uh, Gospel MCs, you know, like a lot of times, it, 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 my thing is, is that you, we should appreciate, you know, every aspect or every element that actually forms or builds a whole. And uh, in the black church, uh, a little credit has been given to the MCs, you know, that actually narrate or facilitate different concerts and church services. So I've, I've um, interviewed many MCs, uh, musicians, uh, choir directors, uh, gospel music enthusiasts, uh, and so many others. So I'm almost sure that when you go to YouTube, you're going to find something that's going to spark your interest. And if you don't, just keep <laughs> keep 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 an eye out because uh, I'm still at work. Awesome, that's well said. And and I'm sure you have been uh, encountered many people on this journey. And so let's let's start with your hometown, the city of Chicago. Tell us, our listeners, a little bit about some of the people that you have encountered uh, since you began this documentation. Some of the names. Well, well, Chicago. We're talking Mother Vernon, Oliver Price. Um, Mama Ludella Evans Reed, Dr. Charles Clancy, the last accompanist for uh, Mahalia Jackson, who lives in Belize today, um, Reverend uh, Isaac Whitman, uh, Bishop Bernard McKenzie, uh, my guy, uh, uh, Reverend Ernest Franklin, uh, Jesus Christ, there's so so many, uh, Cliff DuBose, uh Jesus Christ, look alive. Right. Rita Thomas, uh, Gary, Indiana. It's, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> I, I know. It's impossible to uh, remember everyone off the top of their head, off, off the top of your head, but that is why uh, we certainly encourage our listeners to check out Gospel Diaries uh, for themselves. Now, tell me so, with the people that you have interviewed in all different age brackets and different places, Around the country, what has what recurring theme perhaps has uh, stayed with you the most? Celebration, you know. Um, uh, I'm gonna get in trouble because I don't remember a quote verbatim, but uh, okay. W. E. Du Bois uh, once basically, uh, I'm paraphrasing. I believe it was something as uh, little of beauty has. Uh, this this country offered to the world, uh, and, and, and and but but in but in our actuality or in reference, is really referring to how uh, African Americans were able to sing in the hub of uh, despair and oppression, and they created beauty within agony, and uh, that's one of the things that's re- recurring, you know, within. All of the episodes or all of the interviews 
that I do is celebratory. You know, people have found ways to celebrate within gospel music, and uh, to me, it's quite fascinating. And that's something that actually uh, motivates me to continue on because this is a, a, a gospel music is a very inspirable um, genre of music that actually can can, can help uh, cope help you cope with so many of life's adversities. Awesome that that is that is certainly well said, and your work has not gone unnoticed. Uh, while you are celebrating others, uh, so recently you became Dr. Eric Maurice Clark. Tell us how did that come about? Uh, thanks. Yeah, so I was actually um, I was in St. Louis with uh, Miss Della Jackson Price and uh, Mayor Gentry and a few others, and uh, we were all at uh, Della's. Uh, uh, Bedford's house uh, eating Sunday dinner and uh, I received an email from Dr. John Harris who is the chancellor for Wayland Theological Baptist Seminary and uh, in so many words uh, he had told me that my name was uh, in the suggestion board uh, as honorary doctor uh, of sacred music as well as a recipient of the Lucy Campbell Award that the college uh, um, uh, awards. Uh, I'm not sure. I just noted it periodically. So uh, when I received the email, of course, I, you know, followed that. And in my correspondence, you know, things were solidified. And uh, I forget the date now. It was sometime in October, I believe, right? I think it was October 15th. Uh, the... The, at the colloquium, at the end of the colloquium, uh, they had a ceremony where they actually conferred the doctorate degree of sacred music to me and uh, Dr. Jeffrey uh, Lavalley. So that that is certainly uh, something to be commended, and certainly uh, we celebrate you in that accomplishment. So, so somebody's out there listening. And somebody uh, heard about you and certainly all the work that you have done. And I think that is a blessing and certainly an honor uh, to receive that uh, level of respect for all that you do for gospel music. Because uh, if the truth be told, gospel music has changed so much over the years and it's continuing to change and evolve. And some of it's good. Some of it may be bad. Some of it may be indifferent. Uh, But, you know, gospel music is uh, sometimes intertwined as a larger scope uh, of music. You know, we mix it all in together. Gospel music, spiritual music, uh, Negro spirituals, uh, hymns. uh, CCM is the new thing now. And certainly it's it's not all the same. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. So... Politically uh, correct, uh, gospel music was coined uh, in 1932 by Thomas Dorsey, but pre the pre rise of gospel music, uh, you just really have to be cautious or mindful of uh, the country at that time, at, at the turn of the 20th century, 
there was a lot of assimilation going on at that particular time. So there, a lot of blacks in America, well, northern cities, they had felt accustomed to the European liturgical practices. So they were doing the oratories, they were doing the anthems, they were doing the hymns. Uh, but all of the music was it was long and and dead and dry and uh, pretty much it, they utilized the strophe form of the hymn, which is uh, uh, you have um, the stanza and a refrain. And so blacks were actually, you know uh, exercising or practicing you know that particular uh, culture or that you know liturgical uh, practice and. A lot of people don't realize that uh, that black gospel music and uh, spiritual music, you know, they are they they both have an identity within themselves, uh, and especially with the spiritual, because a lot of people really don't recognize. But uh, post Civil War, after the um, of course after the Civil War, uh, Fifth Jubilee. Was Fisk Jubilee Fisk University? Uh, they needed to raise money for their university for those for the for the to, you know to fund the various uh, faculties there at the university and the uh, mm-hmm. all the things that they were doing. So they right. gathered together a group of singers and they began they structuralized the the spiritual. So what we know of the spiritual today is not an authentic spiritual because authentic spirituals would have been with no no music accompaniment. So pretty much they, at the turn of the uh, 20th century, they allow some of these spirituals to be sang uh, in the services at these Protestant churches in the, uh, in the, in the, in the North and, so they were just accustomed to that. So they, it was a part of the, the worship experience. But people were still complaining because they felt that it did not uh, supplement, you know, them the way that they, that they needed it to, to supplement them. And, um, you know, they began to to embrace the different culture, the different sounds that the Southerners were actually bringing to these cities so the rise of gospel music is quite quite complex, but it's, it's a beautiful story, you know. So, I mean, yeah, it's definitely a difference uh, in uh, black gospel music, spirituals, um, uh, CCM, and everything like that. But, you know, that's a whole other yeah. uh, story or topic to get into. Hopefully that we'll, answers. Or... Yes, that we'll, we'll revisit that at a later date. As you said, that is certainly another uh, story within itself, Um, but uh, certainly it is important that we do check out our history sometimes because a lot of things people just don't know. And I saw someone post the other day on uh, social media that they were teaching a bunch of uh, some students and the students had never heard We Shall Overcome before. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, that when you hear that, you automatically think Black History Month. You think of Dr. King, you think of sit-ins, you think of Rosa Parks. And so there's a whole generation out here that's never heard We Shall Overcome. I think that's pretty scary. 
to me, anyway. It is scary. I think that the story behind the song is even more beautiful, and I think that it's very important uh, to have a glimpse of the story of We Shall Overcome. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're totally right. So it is important, listeners, uh, you know, teacher, your young people, your students, listen, music appreciation is just not for the particular era that you live in, but music has been said that is the universal language. So in music appreciation, we have to appreciate styles or genres. Uh, there is a different story behind each one. There's a different message. And listen, as long as it now, there's some things that may go off the deep end that may not uh, promote your uh, values and morals. Uh, that's an extreme case. But music appreciation, listen, we have to understand. And as Dr. Clark said, listen, there's a story behind it. And for African-Americans, certainly everyone should know we shall overcome. I was disturbed by it. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to get over it. But uh, but uh, we thank you for sharing with us. So as we go into the next segment now, we're going to take a break. Um, so we are going to uh, take uh, – we want you to take down this number, 619-924-0800. If you have some questions, if you have some comments uh, that you want to share with us or our listening audience within the next half hour. But this next selection is – wouldn't give up now that's going to lead us to our next segment so as we listen to this uh tell us dr clark wouldn't give up now what is the story behind wouldn't give up now yeah wouldn't give up now i wrote that song about i think that was back in let's see about 2012 i was living in memphis tennessee and um, it was just a lot of music and a lot of melodies. And I'm I'm a lyricist, so I love lyrics. I love to, you know, encourage through lyrics. So uh, these words came to me. And uh, at that particular time in 2012, what I was doing, finding different musicians, and uh, I would have them record my songs and share them on social media, hoping to, you know, find a record deal or someone uh or, you know, record the song or whatnot. And uh, one of my friends, actually, author Michael Lydell Williams, I'll never forget. Uh, I think I asked him to sing a song. And he uh, told me uh, why. He said, stop asking people to do something that you can do yourself. And when he said that, that really inspired me to actually record the song. Well, I worked on an album uh, starting, I think it was 19, uh, 2015. But the song is real dear to me. Um, just listen to the lyrics and, and you be the judge. But um, I've just been through too much, you know, because a lot of, we go through pressure every day. And sometimes that pressure can cause us to lose sight or lose the, uh, the assurance that, that God has not brought us this far to let us go. And uh, he didn't waste his time on us. And uh, he allowed us to go through what we've gone through so that we'll be strong and won't give up and will not give up. Okay. With that being said, wouldn't give up now. Stay tuned. I've been through too much now. 
yourself to sleep, cry yourself through the day. Relationships are chaos and family is chaos and it's just chaos on every hand. Finances are in a bunch and just everything just seems like it's haywire in your life and you feel like nothing is going to give you a break and you just want to give up and just want to give in. Throw out the towel, throw in the towel. Start over again, quit again. You just want to give up and just say it's done. You just have to remember that through everything that you go through, God has designed it to make you stronger. He has not wasted time with you at all. God has a purpose for your chaos. There's a purpose for your fears. There's a purpose for everything that you're going through. There it is. You have it. Wouldn't give up now, Dr. Eric Maurice Clark. Uh, tell us a little bit uh, about the uh, musical arrangements. Who shared in that project with you? Well, that was, of course, just uh, acoustic uh, guitar. It, actually, yeah, acoustic. <laughs> no lecture, no, it wasn't electric guitar at all. Um, so that was um, Lord. Um, oh, my Lord, he's going to give me. Uh, he played for uh, uh, he played for Frankie Frankie Beverly and Mays. Fly guy, I'm just calling by his name, Fly guy. His first name is Lloyd. Uh, that's All Trina right. Dorsey. Fly guy from, works from yeah, his the Trina Dorsey son from uh, Ricky Diller's New Generation Crowd. It's him on the lead guitar. So pretty much, uh, I wrote it. Uh, well, the rhythmic and uh, the uh, melody uh, wrote it for piano. But uh, in the, while we were recording this, actually, we did do it. We did a piano uh, track. And uh, my co-producer, uh, Troy Garner, Jr., 
uh, he uh, he recommended that uh, we just do the uh, use the acoustic guitar, and uh, pretty much that's how that musical arrangement was uh, was made or created. Awesome, awesome. So for our listeners, for so that you just you just found out perhaps that Dr. Clark is also a lyricist, as he stated, and certainly a sometimes musician, right? A little bit, a little bit, right? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all everybody that's uh born and raised in church has several talents. Uh because that's just the way it is. But uh right, we will talk about that today. But certainly our number in studio six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero if you would like to give us a shout out before uh we conclude this hour. Six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero for those that are just tuned in, our special guest is Dr. Eric Maurice Clark. Uh, certainly, he is the man behind Gospel Diaries. And I had the pleasure, my brother and I had the pleasure of meeting him. He was actually here in the Northeast a few weeks ago, and we uh, met with him. And uh, or we actually uh, ended up being a part of one of the uh, episodes. And so uh, we want you to look for that episode as well on gospel diaries we were in east orange new jersey right oh yeah absolutely bishop victor ag bishop victor ag shout out to bishop victor ag uh from east orange new jersey uh certainly we had a uh awesome time and certainly we gained a lot of information as well there on the history of gospel music certainly the history of gospel music in chicago as well, which every city, I'm sure, has their own unique history. And certainly everyone makes a contribution uh, to that. So, Dr. Clark, tell us, wouldn't give up now, and certainly that's not your only uh, musical selection that you're behind. Uh, How can our listeners listen again? Oh, well, just uh, go to your uh, music streaming platforms and just uh, enter Eric Maurice Clark and my album will come up. The album is entitled Songs from the Heart. Yeah, Songs from the Heart. That thing just hit me right there. All right. You want to talk about it? Everything you do, you should do it from the heart. You know? Honestly. That's true. That's true. And certainly, I, I believe many of us were taught that whatever we do, certainly we do it as unto the Lord. They even say, and I know you uh, happen to be Pentecostal <laughs> at some point in your life. Uh, so uh, uh, they had a song and said, what you do now, do it with a heavenly mind. <laughs> so mm-hmm. everything we do is for the glory of God. And certainly it's not about ourselves. And certainly uh, I think it's important that we remain humble when we do what we do. Because I think it's probably easy to get a big head for some people. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you mentioned Pentecostal. Man, listen. <laughs> I, listen so it, it's been times when, I, as a child, I'll be sending service. People get to shout. And I, I go find my mama, try to run under her. I'll be scared. <laughs> the emotions used to really be uh, vibrant, you know, in the, in the, well, they, they should still be, but I'm so used to the Pentecostal church. Ain't nothing like the Pentecostal church. All right. Ain't nothing like it. 
Um, so certainly, um, we didn't talk about, uh, okay, you started out talking about, because time is flying, uh, you mentioned your grandfather, and um, that was him on that. Now, is that a whole project, or is that just one selection to know oh, him? It's an EP. There's about six songs on there. And and the title of that is, for our listening audience? Uh, Grandpa, Bishop Jesse McDowell. All right. So, listeners, we want you to check that out as well. Well, Dr. Clark, what is your message, uh, being that you are still a young person, what is your message to this generation, to your generation, our generation, and certainly the generation that's coming along now that does not know we shall overcome? What is your message to them? Well, I feel like this. Um, we all have an, assign, an assignment to, to do. And my message to this generation is to find your assignment and walk within the perimeters, the boundaries that God has placed before you. Because a lot of times what happens is, is we go outside of those boundaries and we're, we're in someone else's boundaries. And what it does is, is delineate who we were created to be. You know, like what you have to offer the world, what God has placed inside of you to offer the world, can't nobody else do it the way that God has assigned you to do it. So get to work and don't be afraid to be different. That's the message. Don't be afraid to be different. Be original. God created you the way he created you for a reason, and that reason can change this world. Awesome. I think that is I think that is very well said. I think that is very well said. Now I want you to um in these last few minutes, perhaps there are a few people that you would like to shout out today that have been influential in your life, that have been encouraging. And I know you can't shout out everybody and certainly we want those of you that don't hear your name, listen, charge it to his head, not his heart, because everybody is somebody. And certainly God made us all special and gave us all gifts and talents and callings uh, that we should abide in. So, Dr. Clark, let's shout out a few people today. Well, I'm going to make it real easy. I'm going to make it real easy. Uh, I'm going to start and finish with this one person, and that's my mother. Shout out out to my mother, Evangelist Town uh, Harris. Um, You know, she didn't abort me, and she nurtured me and still. She's nurturing me in my adulthood. So shout out to my mother for all of the uh, agape love that she has rendered to me and my brother. So shout out to my mom. Awesome. Can't forget mama. All right. (laughs) So, okay. All right. Well, listeners, (laughs) listen, we thank you all for sharing with us in this hour. I'll give you one more chance. 619-924-924. Zero eight zero zero six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. You can call in if you have a question about gospel music. If you want to shout Dr. Clark out, or just let us know that you are listening. Six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. As we uh, bring this episode to a close, we hope that something was said on today to enlighten you. Something that you did not know. Uh, perhaps you have learned something new. And listen, we should never stop learning. You're never too old to learn. You're never too 
young to learn. Listen, life is a learning experience. And certainly once we gather information, we are to share it with others. And certainly that is how we continue to grow and to excel in life and be who God wants us to be. We want you to check out Gospel Diaries. We want you to um, talk and connect with Dr. Eric Maurice Clark. Tell our listeners how they can connect with you. Well, just type in Eric Maurice Clark on any social uh, media platform and you'll find me. (laughs) Okay. Yes. If there's someone that you think should be a part of Gospel Diaries, if there's a unsung hero or unsung shero or just anyone singer musician songwriter that you feel should be a part of this don't hesitate to contact dr clark and uh again we thank you for sharing with us um we're gonna conclude in prayer um we're gonna give a closing song i, I can't you know chicago is full of <laughs> full of music and so I came across something from, uh, I, we started out with Dr. Hayes and then uh, Bishop, uh, your grandfather, Bishop McDowell. We had some music from you. And so I found a, a oldie bringing in the sheaves. And so our listeners may have not heard that, but I know you've heard it <laughs> because, listen, you you know all the music, I'm sure. So uh, I think we close out with that something old school and uh we want you to tell our listeners who you are again give your concluding words for the day close out in prayer and then we are going to end with that selection again listeners listen if you missed any part of this it's archived go back and listen again dr clark it's on you uh so you want me to well conclusions well first and foremost thank you so much uh, Reverend Townsend, for this opportunity. I do not take it lightly. And uh, I appreciate your work. Uh, I've listened to uh, many of your um, episodes in the archives, and I think that you're doing a fantastic job. Keep being yourself. Uh, let's see. Contact information, ericmarisclark at gmail.com, or you can write me at uh, uh, 4313 North 19th Avenue, uh, number 2, Phoenix, Arizona, 85015. A model that I live by, uh, that's a good one. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, when we as a people are inspired, we do better at towards our goals and our dreams. And the scripture, my mom, um, she taught me this scripture a long time ago. I probably, was, probably wasn't even a teenager. probably was still in elementary school. However, Proverbs 15 and 1 reads a soft... A soft word turns away wrath, but a but a harsh word stirs up anger. Anger. Wise people learn from others. So, no, I'm so sorry. I wanted to read the, the uh, reading what somebody wrote about the scripture. All right. So a soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of wise use knowledge upright. But the mouth of fool pours out foolishness. And uh, this scripture is really important to me because uh, a lot of times you want to open your mouth uh, when someone is uh, stirring up anger within you. And um, But when you when you think about it, that soft answer will turn away the wrath. But if you keep on adding to that fire, it's going to uh, bring about more uh, uh, 
calamity, calamity in your life. So that's one of my favorite scriptures there, Proverbs uh, 15, verse 1 through 2. Awesome. Tell our listeners who you are again. Eric Maurice Clark. Awesome, awesome. Are you closing in prayer or I'm closing in prayer? Uh, I'm going to let you do that, Reverend. <laughs> Not that you can't. We know that you can. Listen. Well, right. well, well. Go ahead and close us out. All right, all right. Well, again, thank you, listeners. Uh, meet us next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if the Lord says the same. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. Lord, we thank you for another day that we have never seen before. We thank you for this episode of Global Gospel with our special guest, Dr. Eric Maurice Clark. We ask you to continue to bless his works, all that he does for the kingdom of God. God, we ask that you remember his labor of love today, God. God, you know his heart desires, and God, we know that you're able to meet every need, that you can do all things but fail. And we pray, God, that everyone that is listening today, that whatever their need is, God, that you're able to meet their need, God. We pray that your healing virtue goes out. For many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God, you deliver us out of them all, God. God, you're able to encourage us on today god you're able to build us up where we're torn down you're able to strengthen us where we weak god god we pray now for everybody god god you know that you're touched by the feeling of our infirmities god we thank you for sending your son jesus that we might have a right to the tree of life we thank you for abundant life today god god we thank you that we're blessed in the city we're blessed in the field we're blessed coming in and going out god we thank you and praise you for all things if we fail to ask anything please don't fail to grant it continue to cover us with your blood this is our prayer in the name of the father and of the son and of the precious holy ghost in jesus name we pray and it is so amen we shall come rejoicing bringing in the sheaves reverend macy o woods chicago new york god bless you Chicago, Illinois. So we see the
That's why we're here tonight. Bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them in. 